Welcome to the Bodak Backpacker series, retrospective and Bodak correspondent for fans by fans. I'm Eliana, pronoun she, her. And I'm Bez, pronoun Caesar. And it's great to be with you today. We're covering the entire series with this retrospective, so you haven't caught up on the whole series yet. This will make much sense to you and will be spoiled, so get caught up first, okay? Get caught up. Get caught up. Today we're covering the season one, episode 10, episode One Trick Pony. Bez, you want to give us a summary and tell us who wrote this episode? Sure, this is written by Laura Guten Peterson. And the summary episode is. It's a few months later, and they're filming a movie at Mr. Peanut Butter's house. How Mr. Peanut Butter stole the D from the Hollywood sign. Or Hollywood sign, I guess I should say. So Bill Jack's Mr. P- playing Mr. Peanut Butter, and he's being driven insane the whole time. He's trying to take macarons with Naomi Watts. In the meantime... Todd is working on the script with Quentin Tarantolino. Yep, that's what's going on. One thing I noticed about this episode that was really cool is that Jelly, the DP from episode two, is on set for the movie. Yeah, the one with the shirt? Yeah, the one who was like, my friends call me Jelly in episode two, the DP. Oh, she has like a misprint shirt, right? I have no idea what kind of shirt she has, but I know that she was on set in episode 10, so it's nice to see her still getting work out there. That's awesome. Yeah, good for her. I'm glad you noticed that. Yay. Also, this episode marks the first appearance of the Honeydew is Garbage Fruit running gag. And I personally agree with that. I hate Honeydew. I know Bez likes Honeydew, but I don't. I love Honeydew, man. Honeydew is my fave. I hate it. I don't like melon at all. I don't like cantaloupe. I don't like watermelon. I like a lot of fruits. I just don't like melons very much. <laughs> yeah, and I'm very picky about fruit. And Honeydew is one of the few things I like, so opposites yeah you know. there you go opposites exactly yeah yeah i didn't know this was the first experience of that gag so good catch on that oh thank you so my main question about the whole movie right is does diane ever learn during their marriage that mr peanut did not steal the d oh i really wish we knew that if he like fooled her side one night it was like honey i have to tell you something important like yeah i really wish we knew that's true we never really find that out you're right yeah huh i never thought about that honestly but you got a good point there we never really learn about it yeah i really wish we knew that we can only speculate. Yeah. So in the beginning of the episode, Bojack's being interviewed and he talks about how he got involved in the movie. And there was an interesting line where uh, Mr. Peter, Mr. Peter, uh, Princess Carolyn, excuse me, <laughs> where Princess Carolyn tells Bojack, this could do for you what Reservoir Dogs did for Rin Tin Tin. I was like, who the fuck is Rin Tin Tin? So I looked it up and I, I thought it was like the weasel from that Rudyard Kipling poem or whatever. Uh, am I thinking of the right author here? But it's not that bad at all. This was a real German Shepherd who was a movie star in real life. This Rin Tin Tin, for, this Rin Tin Tin dog. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, this was a real German Shepherd. So I there was like referencing this real dog. I thought that was great. That's great. I read the Bojack Horseman universe. He's actually a dog person. Yeah, but... yeah. It's like a movie star. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, he like there's like a whole line of in, in real life, like this is in real life, right? There's this whole line of Rin Tin Tins that played in different movies, like Rin Tin Tin Jr., Rin Tin Tin the third, Rin Tin Tin the fourth, and I think it was like a fifth one too. Like all these Rin Tin Tins <laughs> playing the movies. I'm not joking here. It's so many Rin Tin Tins. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's yeah. really funny. <laughs> I just had to look it up and I was like, what about this little rabbit hole of this dog playing all these movies? <laughs> That's really funny. Okay, there you go then. And then after that, you see Princess kind of talked to Wallace Shawn. I fucking love Wallace Shawn's appearance here in this episode. He has a great voice. He does a great job. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah. And then I like how he's buying expensive Rothko's. That's just really funny to me as someone that who likes funny. modern art. I have a disease. <laughs> Elliot, I have a disease. Would you tell an alcoholic not to buy alcohol? <laughs> I love that line. <laughs> That's just very funny. After the flashback, we go to the movie set and we learn two things. One, it's been a few months since Bojack and Diane have seen each other. And two, a crocodile is wearing Crocs. That's very important. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. I had to mention it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in like 20 years. No one's going to know what Crocs are, though. So they're going to be like, what? The I know. They're going to be like, is it? Yeah. Like, what is that 
whole holy shit like the holes it has holes it's like weird what is that shit <laughs> yeah but yeah and also did you know Naomi Watts plays herself in this episode I didn't know that until I looked so it up I guess that but I didn't know that that makes yeah. sense I, I googled it because I was very curious because sometimes you know it's Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino doesn't play Quentin Tarantino so I was like does anyone watch play herself or not so I had to google it and I was like oh my god she does so that was neat that's cool yeah one thing I also noticed speaking of the crocodile on the snack table is that Bojack takes a bowl of sugar cubes on the snack table which is funny because horses love sugar cubes oh that's what he was taking oh my god that's funny <laughs> oh that's very funny I didn't know that was what he was taking that's great. Yeah, that's what he took. He took sugar cubes. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's because he's funny. a horsey. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> oh, that's great. So the interesting thing about this episode, right, for me, is that it's, they kind of confront how the story itself is all fake because Bojack actually stole the deed, but they don't really confront that at all. They kind of poke it a little bit, but they don't really confront that fact. And when you first see it, you would think there'd be, be a big scene where Bojack confesses he stole the deed or something, but that doesn't happen. Yeah, Bojack can't do that because then he'd be fired. So yeah, he's, he's trying to make everything good because Princess Carolyn got him his job, so he's going to do his job. Well, he doesn't always do his job. Okay, well, this time he's trying to do his job. I think he did. Yeah, he was pretty on point mostly, except for the whole having an affair with Naomi Watts. Well, not an affair. Is Naomi Watts married? I don't know. Having a thing with Naomi Watts. You could call it a fling, yeah. Yeah, fling. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. How they did they kind of confronted the falseness of the story with Bojack pointing out that he stole the Mr. Peanut Butter. They don't really cut, touch it that much. Yeah. What do you think of that? I agree. I think that it would have been interesting if they confronted the fact that Bojack was the one who stole the D, but like... I, I mean, that wouldn't make a good movie. That's the problem. That would not make a good movie. It's not a romantic gesture. It's just a drunk guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so in order to keep the peace, everyone's got to believe Mr. Peanut Butter's version of the story. So after that, Diane and Naomi Watts are in the same room together, right? And Diane says her thoughts on the wedding. What did you think of that scene? That was interesting where she was like, it was the best day of my life, but what does that say about all the days that come after that? It's really interesting. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting too. Because it's very Diane to really to be introspective about when the happiest day of your life happens, what happens to the rest of your life? It is very like Diane. So I thought that was, it was nice of her to, to hear Diane's perspective on it. I would have liked to hear Mr. Peanutbutter's perspective a little more, but I guess we got that last episode with the whole dreaming about Diane leaving thing. So we get Diane's take this time. Yeah, so I like that. And then the interesting thing is Naomi Watts' response that says, we are such a Zoe. Uh, <laughs> because the Zoe and Zelda thing has been in the background the whole time on t-shirts and shit. Yeah, so like I like it coming back to the foreground for a little bit. Just poking its head. Yeah, I wanted to mention that the Penguin Publisher House, he has a Keep Calm and Carry Prawn mug. Yeah, I saw that too. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. So when Jack calls Princess Carolyn, Princess Carolyn has a really fun gym session. I love that gym session. It's so funny to see like her scratching the scratching post and shit. Yeah, I love the scratching post part. That's just so funny. So yeah, I just had to remark on that. And then she's like, why do all our conversations, most of our conversations revolve around plotting and sabotage? <laughs> it's like, why indeed? It's a good question. <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, valid question. And then like, no one's out to get you, right? after the new script comes out from Todd <laughs> and Quentin Tarantulino. Oops. Coincidence? Sometimes, yes. Uh, and then through Todd interfering 
and giving ideas to Quentin Tarantino, the script really changes throughout the whole episode. And the whole movie transforms, basically. The good thing is that, regardless, everyone got paid, so. <laughs> yeah. Gotta wonder, was this movie intended to be shot in just one day? Because if it wasn't, then people aren't going to get paid for all the other days it was supposed to shoot. That's true. Or maybe what we're seeing in the beginning of the episode is the last day of shooting? I'm a little confused, honestly. It could be, yeah. I, I wish I clarified that too. That would be, that's a good point. Because, I mean, you don't shoot films chronologically, so just because they shot the last scene in the first scene of the episode doesn't mean that that was the last day of shooting. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so you have a good point there. I wish we knew that, because turning a movie into box of snacks means that there ain't no more movie no more, and people don't get paid for working on it. Unless they got paid yeah, in exactly. advance, but I don't think they do. That's not, well, I don't know. Maybe if they signed a contract that they would get guaranteed pay for a certain number of days. Yeah. We could speculate that far if we wanted to, but I'm not really sure. So after the whole script changes, Dodek falls in love quote, with Naomi Watts, quote unquote. And then after that... He hears for Diane the book is ready and reads the book. So Bojack reading the books is pretty sobering. So he gets to see what Diane has seen all six months she's been with him. And it's not a flattering picture at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's clear that she's not going to just make him look good just because he wants to look good. She has a lot of integrity. She's going to tell a real story. Exactly. It was interesting to see that perspective a little bit. Also, though, the weird thing is that you know how Diane's first meeting with him was actually at the Halloween party, right? Yeah. So it's interesting to see how in the book she says, the first time I met Bojack Horseman, he was puking cotton candy off his roof or whatever. Oh. So it's interesting to see if she actually wrote that down. I know the writers didn't know that, but it's just funny in retrospective. <laughs> of course, it's possible that she just lied again because she lied about her father to Bojack. She could have just lied in the book to make narrative more appealing. It's possible. I know. I'm just saying it's funny to me. And for me, it would be a much more in the Nangler sense because that's the first time she really met him. Like, really actually met, hi, I'm Bojack. Hi, I'm Diane. Nice to meet you. Instead of just a random ass encounter at a Halloween party. After he reads the book, he's really pissed off and he tells Diane it's not going to get published. So Diane calls Wayne from BuzzFeed. <laughs> and this was at the time that BuzzFeed was a joke. BuzzFeed is a lot more serious nowadays than it was then. Yeah, actually that is true. BuzzFeed's no longer just about surveys about what celebrity you're most like or whatever. Yeah, it's no longer about top five gifs from Tumblr or whatever shit. It's not that. It's not all that anymore. There's actually serious news that gets published on BuzzFeed now. So it's interesting to see the difference between how BuzzFeed was then and how BuzzFeed is now. That's all Yeah, I'm it saying. is interesting. And it's going to be weird looking back on it as BuzzFeed gets more... I mean, what if BuzzFeed becomes an even more serious publication in the future? Yeah, that would be interesting. Though I hear it, it's shit to work for BuzzFeed video. I've heard bad things too. I've seen some videos about why I left BuzzFeed and it's like, oh my god, they just treat you like shit at BuzzFeed, apparently. So, no, no, no. Now I know. Don't work for BuzzFeed video. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But anyway, so she calls Wayne. And meanwhile, the movie has turned into some weird sci-fi extravaganza. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) You know? What were you expecting when Todd got his hands on the script? What were you expecting? He he wrote a rock opera about sci-fi stuff. It makes sense he'd apply sci-fi stuff here too. I guess that does make sense. It's just very funny to see Wallace Shawn playing an Emperor Bo Jackatron horse maniac or whatever. (laughs) And it's so funny because Wallace Shawn gives the performance his all. It's just like he's so serious about it. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, it's this pretty funny. Yeah, this whole thing is hilarious. And then anyway, once gets fired or is replaced by a glowing ball of light on a stick. <laughs> so, <laughs> yikes. 
<laughs> Yikes, when Naomi Watts. And then Naomi Watts tells him that, no, you didn't fall in love with me. You fell in love with the person I, I was pretending to be, which is Diane. I also wanted to talk about Bojack and Naomi's relationship, quote unquote, because it feels very much like he's using Naomi as a rebound to get over Diane. Oh my God, you're totally right. I didn't realize that. The reason I think it's so obvious is that yeah, he's all he wants to do is kiss her and make out with her. And it's like, it's clear you're just trying to forget Diane while doing this. Like, come on, dude. Yeah, that makes total sense. I didn't think about it like that at all. Good point. Oh, yeah? What were you thinking? I was just thinking, like, he's just trying to, you know, hook up with someone because he's just Stojack and he likes hooking up with people. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a rebound thing, but yeah. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So, yeah. So, she tells him that he fell in love with Diane and that leads him right back where he started, basically, which is in love with Diane. (laughs) Still. (laughs) No, nothing was improved. Nothing was gained. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of back where he started. (laughs) Exactly. And then at the end, the movie turns into a finally box of snacks. <laughs> yep. The turtle's like, what the hell happened to the movie? There were snacks here the whole time? <laughs> yeah, Turtle Tom just like had a whole arc, little mini arc in the whole thing where he's trying to get a bagel. And then he goes back to set. And then by the time he goes back to set, the movie is a box of snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess the joke is that turtles are slow, so it would take him a while to get his bagel. <laughs> yeah, it took him a while to get his bagel. Yeah. So then at the end, Bojack and Todd have a little conversation where Bojack's like, you were just using this to get rid of me, weren't you? And Todd was like, oh, that would have been a great idea. But no, I didn't. That wasn't my intention at all. And I thought it was interesting how Bojack just wants Todd to take revenge right away, like kick him in the nuts or whatever. And Todd's like, no, I'm not going to do that. So Todd walked away from revenge. Todd was the bigger man in that scenario. He definitely was. Yeah. And he made it clear to Bojack that it's not a simple thing like one and done that Bojack hurt him and it's gonna stay for a while that he was hurt and he has good reason to be hurt his shot was completely ruined by Bojack being Bojack like come on man yeah like Todd had a real chance for something great and it got ruined so yeah in conclusion movies turning into box of snacks is that the new thing oh my god (laughs) I'm joking of course but I think it's pretty (laughs) I think it's pretty funny how it turned into a box of snacks at the very end. Will this be the future of cinema? We'll have to find out later. (laughs) All right, and that's going to conclude this episode of the Bojack Backtrack. I'm Eliana. And I'm Bez. And you have a wonderful rest of your day, okay? See you next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.